Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You want to support Roller March Unfiltered? Be sure to join our Bring the Funk fan club. Every dollar that you give to us supports our daily digital show. There's only one daily digital show out here that keeps it black and keep it real as Roller Martin Unfiltered. Support the Roller Martin Unfiltered daily digital show by going to RollerMartinUnfiltered.com. You can make this possible. That brings us to the tragic case of Atiana Jefferson. Of course, uh, the one black woman who was shot and killed by a former Fort Worth police officer. Uh, as she played video games with her nephew in cities around the country. They're planning a day of outrage next week to protest her killing inside of her own home. Joining me right now to talk about this is Tamika Mallory. Of course, yeah. uh, she is a longtime co-president of the Women's March and civil rights attorney Lee Merritt. First off, Lee Merritt. First off, Tamika, um, why is this day important? Why this day of outrage on behalf of Atiana Jefferson? Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on. And I apologize for the noise in the background. I'm getting ready to run to a panel at the Revolt Summit. Um, I think the day of outrage is important because people expect us to sort of go on to business as usual. You know, the killing of a black man or woman has become so normal to America that, you know, we only focus on it for a short period of time. And when you have something, you know, when you have an arrest, um, as you had with Officer Dean or former Officer Dean, uh, the man who murdered a Tatiana. 
what happens with an arrest and him being charged is that people feel like there's some form of justice and they don't necessarily need to pay attention. But that couldn't be further than from the truth. We know, Roland, from being in this, obviously you longer than me, but me for 25 years, that the idea of justice is something that is a long struggle. It's something that we have to stay, keep our eyes on the prize and be con consistent and committed to for the long haul because the system constantly rejects the idea of justice when it comes to black people, but particularly black women. And that is the, the, the larger point here. Even when fighting the case there in Fort worth, which we are going to say and be a part of. But when we think about when black women are killed by police officers or killed in any types of a type of violence situation, that we do not, this country does not treat it in the same way with the same type of outrage as we have with our, our fallen brothers like Mike Brown and Trayvon Martin and even young Tamia Rice and the list goes on and on. We don't have the same amount of uprising. With Sandra Bland, we did, even though that situation was, uh, you know, really one that really hurt our people and hurt folks in general. And, and we believe that, that the Justice and Sandra Bland situation still has never really been realized. But we did not see a major uprising in the way that it should be. So for our Tatiana Jefferson, we're not going to let that happen for her and for all the other women who've been killed, particularly at the hands of police brutality and police abuse. We will stand up and stand firm uh, for a Tatiana on Monday. And we're we're asking everyone go to until freedom until freedom that's u n t i l freedom on instagram on facebook wherever you uh all social media platforms and get the information that you need about where to connect with someone in your city and it's not too late if there's not a city that you can connect with you can Organize your own rally, 5.30 Eastern Standard Time, all across the country. These over 25 cities have signed up. All right, Tamika Mara, I know you have to go to your panel. We surely appreciate you joining us. Thank you so very much. Thank you for having me, Roland. I want to go to Lee Merritt now. Lee, first of all, uh, we know there was some drama there in Fort Worth when it came to the burial of Artiana Jefferson. Uh, did everything go smoothly with her funeral? It did. It was a beautiful service, and the family was able to come together. And I think it highlights the importance of this day of outrage is really to refocus the community on the common enemy, which is the system that is rampant with brutality and lack of accountability. And a lot of people were deeply engaged in this case until the family drama began to play out in the public, and a lot of people began to drift away. It is important that we take this moment and do what we can to change the culture of policing. Um, this day of outrage, uh, how does the family feel about uh, the focus uh, on the death of Alternative Jefferson with these events? Well, the family is, and I, and I can say both sides, because we know that, that this is a family that has expressed sort of uh, different views on some personal things, but both sides of the family are deeply committed to accountability, not only for this police officer, but accountability for the city of Fort Worth, the Fort Worth PD. And they realize that it exists in a greater conversation throughout the nation, uh, that they are now, as is often said, a part of a fraternity or on a, a an association with folks all around the country, a, a group that no one has ever asked to be a part of, but who have lost loved ones uh, to police brutality that 1,100 people a year 
who suffer um, from the loss of a loved one as a result of brutality making our country one of the deadliest uh, for police brutality in, in the modern world. So uh, uh, Atatiana's family are uh, focused and they're hoping that the world will be focused on a just outcome in this case and a change <coughs> in policing in general. All right. Well, Lee Mayer, we really appreciate you joining us. Thank you so very much. Thank you. I'm going to panel here. I want to start you with you, with you, CJ. And we talk about this day of outrage. Uh, but this case speaks to horrible training. It speaks to bad policing. And I think such days are important because we have to we have to question exactly what is happening with these cops. There is no reason this woman should have been shot and killed in her own home with cops and essentially sneaking around her home, not even uh, identifying themselves. Well, I think it is a tragic situation that took place. I think there needs to be more police accountability around training, but it's also in a tough spot as well. You know, I do have members of my family that served, um, and it's that unknown factor when you get go into a situation you don't have the details, you don't have information, and, you know, you're, on a, you're running on adrenaline hoping that, okay, it's them, not me. Um, so I'm hoping that Congress, as well as the governor of uh, the state of Texas, really come in and, and have a serious conversation, ask for some data. The police chief down there, she's a wonderful woman, and I think if everybody comes together, not just the community, but law enforcement and our elected officials, I think they can get some proper answers. This is, Dr. Carter, something that's critically important, that anytime these happen, police departments across the country should be assessing their strategy in terms of what is going on with training in these departments. Absolutely. And I think in this particular case, I think the, the thing that causes most people dismay is not whether... Uh, these officers should have been concerned because the neighbor called a non-emergency number and called in a wellness check. And I have family who are police officers, past and present. Several members of my family are police officers. And the thing is, when you have a non-emergent situation and you have them approach the home the way they did, as we could see from the, the police cam, right, from their own body cam footage, they didn't announce themselves, they didn't knock on the door, they were going around her house in the dark at that time of morning. The neighbor called in the non-emergency number, I think precisely because he did not want them to come to the house with guns blazing. If he thought it was an emergent issue, he probably would have dialed 911. And he's even expressed as much. And so I think this idea that police get a pass because they took a dangerous job, they volunteered for a dangerous job, and therefore get a pass to shoot anyone who looks suspicious or may be dangerous is a problem, especially in a place like Texas where most people have guns in their homes or lots of people have guns in their homes. I can't say most. Um, and it's expected. And she was in her home. I probably would have thought that there was an intruder or someone skulking around my house at that time of morning when I can just see lights and nobody's announced themselves. Right. No one has come to my front door. No one has even tried to say from the curb, excuse me, can you come out of the house? Or is everyone okay? Nothing. And so I think in this particular case, trying to hide behind, oh, we might be afraid 
or our um, training uh, tells us that if we feel for afraid, shoot first and ask questions later is a problem. Now, I do agree that this is a time actually for law enforcement communities to not be defensive and start really taking stock of what they teach. And one of the things I don't think they do an effective Got enough it. job is of is teaching de-escalation. That gun should not be your first Michael, resort. Michael Brown, that is, I think, again, what should be happening, a constant assessment where police chiefs are reminding folks how they should behave. But unfortunately, we see this. Uh, uh, again, this woman is dead. Her nephew is traumatized. And every time police say, you know what, well, you know, this was a, this was a mistake. Yeah, this cop, no matter what happens to him, he's still living. And we had this a lot of these discussions when I was um, when I was in office and with the police and it's a very challenging discussion because as elected officials no matter what jurisdiction you're in you never want to show that you're not being supportive of the police and so that's one challenge second challenge is until the standard is changed in the law it's going to be very difficult to stop these kind of things from happening I'm not suggesting police officers are thinking about oh I can shoot anybody and it won't matter because all I have to do is claim that I was in danger. But there has to be some different level of consciousness when they're in that situation where they maybe, as, the, as Dr. Carter mentioned, won't use their gun as their first line of defense. And that's going to continue to happen until the standard changes. Uh, Deontay, and, and that is what I think is important. And unfortunately, you have police unions we're blocking a lot of this. Uh, and look, uh, you have a Department of Justice that also does not want to hold police accountable, that wants to pull back from consent decrees, uh, that is not being aggressive at prosecuting police officers. You know, Roland, I don't think it's necessarily that the Department of Justice doesn't want to hold the police accountable, but I think we have to remember that the Department of Justice still has a duty to make sure that our law enforcement system in America is still taken seriously. And so, but... But wait a minute, but they're not. Hold up, hold up. I got to stop you there. Jeff Sessions, one of the first things that he did when he came as Attorney General was try to withdraw from the consent decree in Baltimore. They tried, to, they tried to withdraw from the consent decree in Chicago. He actually gave a speech where he said, we will pull back from these consent decrees because it was hurting the morale of police officers. Barr followed him up by also reiterating the exact same thing. So the Department of Justice has actually done exactly that. They have been unwilling to hold police accountable because they want to be cozy with cops. Those are facts. I mean, I'm not, it's not necessarily being cozy with cops. It's necessarily making sure that they remain leaders in our community and making sure that people realize that the cops still have a job to do. Now, yes, there does need to be a reform. But DOJ isn't. There, there does need to be reform when it comes to our police officers, making sure there's proper training, making sure that seems like earlier does not happen. But we still have to, like I said, make sure that we know that the police are the leaders in the community. Yes, there are bad apples, but we still have to make sure that they keep that same presence in the community. No, I will say this here. The police are not the leaders in the community. The leaders in the community are the elected officials and the, uh, and the police commissioner or the police chief who's over them. But again, un uh, until you have accountability, these cops will continue doing what they're doing. And unfortunately, there are too many excuses coming out of Washington and not having proper oversight of these police departments. Got All right, folks, back to that Roland Mark Unfiltered video in just one moment.
All right, folks, in a few weeks, we're going to be in Cabo for the second annual Life Lux Jazz Experience. Gerald Albright's going to be one of the performers there. 14 different acts performing over three days. If you want to attend, go to lifeluxjazz.com, L-I-F-E-L-U-X-E-J-A-Z-Z.com. But if you cannot make it, but you, if you want to check it all out, there's a live streaming pass courtesy of GFNTV.com. That's GFNTV.com. Uh, guys, let's put the website below me. Uh, and that is, of course, uh, concerts over three days. 14 acts. Of course, Mark Curry, the comedian, is one of the folks uh, who is confirmed uh, for this event. In addition to Mark Curry, it's going to be great concerts by, again, Gerald Albright, Alex Bunyong, Raul Madan, Incognito, Pieces of a Dream, Kirk Whalem, Average White Band, Donnie McClurkin, Shalea, Roy Ayers, Tom Brown, Ronnie Laws, and Ernest Quarles. I'll be doing Roland Martin Unfiltered that Thursday and Friday from Cabo. Looking forward to it. But again, if you want to watch the live stream, go to gfntv.com. That's gfntv.com. Now back to your Roland Martin Unfiltered video. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.